Welcome to Limited Time Only, the podcast for anyone who feels there aren't enough hours in their life. Limited Time Only is a mix of chat, comedy sketches and interviews with interesting people. We hope that we will make you smile, laugh and feel a bit brighter about the whole life, death and everything in between malarkey. Essentially, we're dissecting the human condition, just using a rubber chicken rather than a scalpel. I'm Esther and I'm Susie and And this this is Limited Limited Time Time Only. Only. This week it's time for... Moving it, moving it. I like to move it, move it. Today we're thinking about physical challenges. Esther, I wondered if you had any challenges that have come to mind that you've overcome um, or you've set yourself and you've achieved over the years. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of the podcast. Achieved? No, I'm one of those people that start something is really passionate about it for about two weeks and then and then it just slowly fades out of my life right um i i've started couch to 5k many times Mm. and really enjoyed it and then although one time it wasn't my fault i got um sort of five or six weeks in i really noticed a difference in my body and how i felt and then my something went in my calf muscle and so Ah. then i didn't continue um and then I've started like yoga challenges and stuff like that. But I just, I find it hard to build them into my into my daily life. I did, um, because I have um, hypothyroidism and, and, and autoimmune things, I did, I have been told to go paleo quite a few times. And I, I have done that. And when I've cut sugar out of my life, mm. oh my goodness, the transformation instantly. Once I did it and I cut sugar out for 10 days and my waist reduced by four inches. Oh, what? I know. In 10 days? In 10 days, yeah. You should be be doing a sort of Instagram stories about this. I should, shouldn't I? Selling it. Selling, I mean... Selling yourself. Yeah, selling myself. (laughs) But yeah, so obviously my body doesn't like sugar. But um, I'm not very good at sticking to challenges. I have to have... um, well a purpose I have to have a reason to do it otherwise I don't I don't stick to stuff what about you Sue? well I was just thinking about the sugar thing and I have tried I did try juice diet once because I was I was going on holiday I wanted to be beach body ready oh for god's sake I know but we all do it it's ridiculous uh 2007 so I got the I got the stuff spirulina and things that looked like kind of bog water um uh, things that smell like bog water and I put it all together in the little mixing thing and I made this juice and I which I had to sort of gag down because it was absolutely disgusting um and I was going off to work that day so I drank the juice didn't have any other breakfast I got to work um there was tea there were biscuits had a cup of tea had 16 biscuits and (laughs) because I was so hungry but that's it isn't it I ate more biscuits than I would have normally eaten in two days yeah um, in the space of five seconds because I couldn't stand it any longer. So it was a complete waste of time and had exactly the opposite effect to what it was meant to. So yeah. I gave up on that. So the spirulina is still in the cupboard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's things like, yeah, oh, oh right, I'm not going to drink. I'm going to go out. I'm not going to drink because I've got to get, you know, I've got to be compass mentis tomorrow and... Um, uh, and it's 3am and Susie's on the table and she's had six bottles of wine. <laughs> Oh, well, you're talking my language there. I am. I'm not a big drinker at home. Um, I'll maybe have 
uh, like a glass of wine when we're cooking dinner occasionally like a few nights a week and I'll probably only ever have a maximum of two but if you stick me in a social situation yeah. I'm just I'm something takes over and I just become very I mean we went away with friends in um October and I thought I'll probably we had rented this house with all the kids and everything and yeah. I thought I'll probably be in bed by about 12 no there I was at four o'clock in the morning going let's not bother going to bed I'm gonna go for a swim it's fine I'll be fine everyone going Esther you can't go swimming at four o'clock in the morning and you've had a lot of alcohol but I'm just I just if there's a some if I'm in the right frame of mind oh my god I was on the pool table yes. I, and I and I want to soak it all up. I don't want to go to bed when I'm in that no, kind of situation. No, I'm the same. And sometimes I don't. I don't necessarily need the alcohol. I don't think. But I'm I'm better now. I'm older. Recognizing when I've had enough. I remember we went um, to Paris, didn't we, a few years ago to a yes. concert. Very glamorous, <laughs> and it was very glamorous. And one day, listener, we'll have to tell you about it because I still have to pinch myself that it actually happened uh, because it seems like some kind of surreal dream. Um, but anyway, we were in Paris, and I remember we'd been to the concert, we went back to the hotel, and there was a big old gang of us. And I went to order an, a whiskey, and I remember as it touched my lips, I thought, if you drink <gasps> this, you are going to regret this night for the rest of your life oh, and no. even though I was quite merry well just I know I'm gonna say stupid stupid oh, stupid things and I think right. I did say some stupid things but not as stupid as it could have been and you know not when you're thinking yeah and sort of oh I could potentially black out after me <laughs> so I've got to the point now whereas when I was younger I wasn't like that at all I would just push on through and then just get myself into a bit of a yeah you know and I can't bear a hangover oh it's awful it's so awful such a waste of a day oh it's and they're so horrendous as you get older oh, yeah. but there's been a couple of times I've done something that's really a bit naughty oh um, at um two occasions I can think of where there's been free drinks uh, <laughs> I, d I mean this is naughty and I've been with a group of friends and I've gone these are free. Yeah. There's, but so we, if we would like to have more than one, I've gone round and I've put lips, my lips on the glasses, so it's put lipstick on them, <laughs> so that so, so people that, don't people don't so touch no them. one will touch them, <laughs> so that we can have them. So I've squirrelled away. I've only done that twice, and I have been married when I've done it, and I've been like, come on, let's all put lipstick on these, and then we get free drinks. Does that make me a really despicable person? I think it makes you incredibly clever. Oh, do you? I mean, that like some I would genius never have thought of doing that. It's a bit naughty, though, isn't it? It's I feel quite clever. bad saying it, but I was there going, "Hey, guys, right? We can save shitloads of money, and then take another one, and we'll just put them down in a corner, and then people will come over and go, that can't be mine. There's lipstick on it. Oh, that's really bad, isn't it? And then there's a group in one other corner going, "Why haven't I got a drink? And why are all that lot over there? Got, Absolutely off their faces. Of, there's a lot of people wearing <laughs> lipstick at this party. <laughs> it is I, pretty bad. I did. I um. I struggle, I do struggle with not eating like, not like a whole packet of biscuits. I never eat a whole packet of biscuits or something. But if it's a, if it's a big chocolate bar or a packet of a licorice all sorts or something. Yeah. I, oh, I, God. I do love a licorice all sorts. And I did buy a packet just this week. And I thought I'm not going to eat them all in one sitting. But I did. And I felt absolutely dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so sick. But I couldn't stop. I'm exactly the same. Stop. I don't know what that is. I no. cannot, if you, if I buy a packet of fruit pastels or 
uh, some. I don't tend to buy licorice all sorts, but I do like just licorice or strawberry licorice. I I can't or a bar of whole or whatever. Yeah, I just can't stop. I can't leave it alone. I, there, I know so many people who will have a bit and then leave it on their desk or whatever, and I'm like, how are you I doing can't be that? In vision. How is, it, how is it sitting there for like weeks and you're just having a bit a day? If you <laughs> give me that, I'm literally going to face plant into it yeah. and inhale the lot within the hour. And then I'm going to feel really sick or I'm going to get halfway through think, I feel really ill. Give it 10 minutes and then go back to it. Yeah. What is that? I don't, I don't know. Some people are more susceptible than others, aren't they? Yeah, but I've got a I feeling that am. you and I might be that sort of damaged individual <laughs> but it's that slightly addictive personality yeah um so if i go out and say i'm only gonna have one drink i'm i'm not <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have 10 um yeah or if there's an opportunity to stay out till three in the morning yes oh there's a whole yeah. packet of licorice all sorts i'll just shove that in something i did do um which is very freudian is i used i used to take tins of condensed milk out of the kitchen and take them up to the attic and <gasps> drink them when i was about 13 Why is now that freudian because my mother had just died and i was taking sweet sweet milk to the to the attic <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think mm, maybe that was wanting some sort of connection or something because the attic and you know and it's it's like something from a novel isn't oh it goodness. she used to take the sweet sweet milk to the attic and drink it oh, you know oh my so goodness. I think that might be quite a Freudian thing I don't think I think that might have been a, something else going on that's amazing yes that's something a... quite sort of psychological maybe yes. or maybe I just like sugar maybe that <laughs> um, I mean yes and I was being really sneaky Dangerous drinking from a tin? Were you putting it in a glass? No, straight oh out the tin. Goodness me. Yeah. That's what I'm more worried about. Like some addict. <laughs> oh. We ended up this programme with a Yule Bash. A new world record was set today for the least number of lunges completed in one lifetime. The number was zero. I am very proud of myself. Goodbye. Other challenges I've been thinking about are things like... Um, trying to get my kids out of the house in the morning or yeah. um, getting my three-year-old to brush his teeth. It's like a, that's a physical <laughs> challenge. It's physical. Um, it's challenging emotionally, um, mentally. Um, it sort of wrecks me for the day. Um, oh, God. And it's only 7.30 in the morning. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> things like that. And uh, getting out of bed. You know, when yeah. you've said, you've said to oh. yourself, I'm going to do, I'm going to get out of bed this morning and do, do something. I've got to do something. And then, no. Do you know, I think for me, I'm I'm dreadful at going to bed and getting out of bed. And I I think it's I think it's because there's part of me that is still slightly a rebellious teen in my head and think I don't actually have to do this if I don't want to. So there's almost like a nighttime rebellion. I want to go to bed early. I know I'm good for nothing if I'm in bed after about half ten. So I know I need to go to bed early. And but I still sort of think oh I could watch something or I could do this because I'm allowed to oh. because no one's telling me not to so I don't know if it's like a rebellion yeah in the mornings if the phone isn't next to the bed I can get up quite easily I always turn my phone oh, off yes. before I go to bed but you see now I wake up and I wordle instantly oh gosh and then I'm sort of stuck in bed for and I can't be bothered to get for, up for however long it takes you to guess for, the uh, word yeah I'm, do you know what I'm pretty good at wordle oh I've given up that I've given it up. Oh, have you? Yeah. Sometimes I dream about what the word's going to be. And is it the, the correct dream? <laughs> sometimes it's really close. And sometimes I've, I have many, I think I've had, got it in one three times. Wow. And, I've um, done it once, I think. Done that have once. you? Yeah. Yeah. It's a complete fluke. Well, 
it's it's just mad, isn't it? But I wake up and I wordle and then I think, don't check the Instagram. And oh, then I do check the do. Instagram. Yes, and then it's, it's, the pool. And then it's the pool. And then I don't want to, then I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Look at this story. And mm. then and then 15 and then minutes in the world and you're late. And then I think, oh, I can't be bothered to crack on. So, but you, are you rubbish oh, at getting up in the morning? power. Um, I often go to bed too late, but I don't think it's a rebellion. I think it's purely, oh, I've got some time. Nobody's yeah. bothering me. Um, yeah. And I'll just do, I'll just do that because I do that. If I do that now, I don't have to do it tomorrow. I'll just finish that off. Oh, yeah. I'll just, and then my husband's often watching something on his, watching, I don't know, things like Taskmaster Born. or Graham Norton. Oh, yeah. Graham, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Graham Norton on, the, <laughs> uh, on his phone. And I can't help but kind of, I'm trying to read or something, you know, settle myself down. And Oh, uh, in bed he's watching that yes, next yes. to you. Yes, yes. So I'm like, oh, oh okay. look, looking over. Oh, yeah, look, it's Tom Hiddleston. Um <laughs> I'll have a quick peek. Um, <laughs> and then in the morning, I'm too tired. And, yeah. Uh, I just, uh, I think, oh, I'll get up and go for a run. And then I just give my son the iPad and um, then we're done. And then I'm still in but bed. You, would, you went through a phase, didn't you, of doing yoga first thing every morning. Do you still do that? No. I'm sorry about this, guys, because I was so evangelical uh. about it. <laughs> no, I don't. And I, I still do it. I still do yoga, but not generally... In fact, I did, the last time I did it, it was in the morning when the kids yeah. were watching the iPad again. I, I just grew to feel guilty about them being on the iPad every morning while I was doing that. Um, yeah. I think if I'm going to do it, I really would have to get up much earlier. And I, I'm working towards, I'm working up, I'm working up. Um, but I, I can't, I don't feel like I can justify doing it every morning. Do you, have you noticed a difference in how you feel now you've stopped doing it i think i'm doing other things that are beneficial yeah generally i feel a lot better than i did at the end of last year so when yeah. we, so when we made the first season um i was doing yoga every morning and we were coming out of third lockdown and that sort of thing and life wasn't so busy actually was it um that no. was, it was building up to to being more normal and, and busier i feel like it's kind of i'm almost back to peak busy yes <laughs> busy. yeah um so I'm finding that I'm I'm getting I'm getting energy and um well-being from different things now and I've I have started running because I had noticed that I wasn't in the past I've always been very active and very into sport and um running and the gym and swimming but having after having children and time going on and not being able to go and do that stuff not having the freedom to just do it whenever I want to I've sort of lost the drive to do it and I think my calf injury at the end of last year because I wasn't able to play I wasn't able to play netball for sure and I certainly wasn't I wasn't even able to walk for two weeks and I wasn't doing anything like running on stuff for like six to eight weeks and I kind of lost the urge I used to have this kind of Oh, oh my goodness, I have to go for a run now. Um yeah. drive to get out, but I I'd lost it and I I was very I suddenly became very conscious of that. I thought, "Oh no, if that's gone, if that urge to exercise leaves me, then I'm in trouble because I could just not bother exercising and then I'm just going to um atrophy <laughs> and uh, and then die so it, it went that route it was that extreme yes. um catastrophic thinking in its glory and it was i thought god i'm gonna it's gonna be 20 years time and i won't have exercised and then that's it um so i have started running again <laughs> and i um i'm i'm really enjoying it and Good. and i listen to um uh podcasts or radio drama 
when I, I don't listen ah, to music. I listen to something yeah. that really makes me concentrate on what I'm listening to. So I sort of forget that, that I'm actually, you know, in physical pain. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I would stop if I was in pain. But it, it kind of takes my mind off the fact that I'm, you know, doing something that is quite hard um, and I'm building my fitness. But because I'm hooked into whatever I'm listening to, yeah, it's great. I think that's key, isn't it? Because I, if ever I have run on my own, I feel... I can't do it. I'm bored. And I go, oh, that's probably enough. I'll walk for a bit now. Yeah. But if I do Couch to 5K, I've got Sarah Millican and some banging tunes. And then every so often she's sort of telling me how well I've done pet. And I love that. And that's good. And But the one time I found I ran really well was I've done Race for Life a couple of times. And, um, and I find running in a group really helpful where I sort of mm. give up quite quick, not give up, but sort of like, oh, is it nearly time to stop when I'm running on my own? When I'm in a group, I can just keep going. Yeah. And I have got, when I was at school, I was good at cross country. I couldn't run a short race to save my life. I don't know what it is about my legs. They don't move at speed. <laughs> they they do not move around. at speed. They just, they just, I say about my hips or something. I just can't get quick quickly. Yeah. I can't uh, get I was, quick. I can't get quick. You can't get thicker than a quick fit Esther. <laughs> I was so slow in in um, school races. So at primary school, you know how most kids win something, never won a thing. Oh, um, I was always last. But stick me in a cross country, I got stamina. So um, actually gone my Tinder if ever I split up from my husband. I've got, got stamina. stamina and I'm hypermobile. No, that that would that would bring out the weirdos, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, but. Um, yeah, I can, I can run distances, but it seems to be a, if I'm in a team, that really spurs me on. I'm not bored then uh, with running, that is. Yes. So I can completely understand how listening to a podcast or listening to a story, you're sort of, the running almost becomes secondary then, doesn't it? You're just in another world. Yes. It's like in a, in a flow state almost. Yes, it's really good. Time passes much quicker, but then... Well, in terms of you don't want to sort of miss your life and miss the run, but I'm enjoying the I'm enjoying the feeling of running and being outside and and still seeing what's around me. But yeah. my the bit of my brain that's going to go, no, oh come on, you, you, this is too far now. How long you've been going? Oh, it's really hard, isn't it? Oh, oh come on, you're going to be hurting tomorrow. That's that's just gone because I'm yeah. I'm focusing so hard on on the words, um, and I'm also trying to do my new mantra is one pull up a day. Because I can't do pull-ups. Oh, your daughter strength. told me this. Your Did daughter you? told me this. Yeah, <laughs> that you were going to do that. And I, we've got a post up in our, like, in one of our doorways. Yes, and I said a I couple of years get. ago I was doing that. Yeah, because I use, I, I, I mean, I do it in the playground, if there's bars in the playground or wherever I can find something that I can pull myself up. I mean, I can, I can manage one. But I think if I manage one, I'll, I'll be able to manage two in a few weeks. Of course you will. And then I'll be able to join the RAF. So, um... <laughs> I can't manage one at all. I can't. Do you know what I said a couple of, well, actually it was a few years ago. I was going to be able to do the splits because, uh, as I say, I'm hypermobile, so I should be able to do the splits fairly easily. I was going to be able to do a pull-up, but I have never in my life managed to do a press-up. I don't, I don't really? know what it is. I've Maybe had your pe- technique's wrong. I think it is. And I've had I've had um, some like fitness people show, and they've said I'm there's something I'm doing wrong and they can't quite fathom out why it's not working. <laughs> I can't work because, it out. <laughs> because if I'm if I and, he, and and my husband's tried to show me as well, but if I do it 
like against a cupboard upright I can do it or like leaning slightly at an angle but if you put me on the floor I can't do it and nobody and everyone's like but your arms are wrong but they can't oh. work out why oh but well I'd like to have a look next time we're together because there's different ways of doing it yeah I just um I don't know what it is I think I can't quite get the technique okay. right okay. and I must be I mean I know I'm heavy of breasts but I must be able to <laughs> it's completely <laughs> you cannot push yourself up because your breasts are too heavy yeah <laughs> they're not I actually mean... that heavy <laughs> But I must be able to do it. Of course I can do it. Yes. But I just, I've never found a way. Maybe I'm going to set myself a challenge by that by the end of 2022, I can do a press-up, a pull-up and the splits. Well, I think you could set yourself a challenge to do more than one press-up and pull-up. Oh, yes. I, I so can. So 10. Why don't we say like 50? <gasps> Let's go big. Because one, I'm going to be like, yeah, there's no real challenge here. And I'll probably give up once I've got. But maybe we should say, I'm okay. going to write this down. 50? I mean, I really could join the Marines if I could do... <laughs> 50 press-ups. I mean, I'm talking like over a month. <laughs> okay, so that... Over a month? No, 50 pre- No, no, I'm joking. Like, like one a day or two, two oh, a day I see what you mean. Um, yeah, fif- okay, 50 press-ups. Oh, is that ridiculously high? No, but by the end of the year... Yeah, okay. 50 press-ups. I mean, I may never talk I mean, about I, this again. I could just I, say I've done it. I have to tell you, I can do 20 now. So then 50's fine. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. Yes, 50 press-ups, the splits, and mm, I think pull-ups are going to be harder. Well, pull-ups ten. are... Really, yeah. I'm, I'm aiming ten for pull-ups. Ten. I'm going to aim for ten. Would you... Okay, well, look, I'll set myself... I'm going to do a challenge because I've been enjoying running. Yes. Um, I'm going to set myself a challenge. I've been thinking okay. about this. So, so you've given me the catalyst. Okay. I've been, I'm enjoying running and yeah. I am going to set myself the challenge of doing uh, a 10k run. I know there's one uh, near me on the, in, in I don't know, it's in a, it's in a few weeks. Yes. Um, so I'm going to do it. I need a challenge. I need, I need, you need a, a destination. Purpose. Yes, yes, me too. I need something to be aiming for. Otherwise I'll, I just won't do it. It's like, I wouldn't go out and have a, an hour long walk every day. If I didn't have a dog, it would just slip down my list of priorities. But if you've got a purpose, yeah, then you get up and do it, don't you? Yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm just going to be a badass in the next uh, couple of months. I'm just going to be, I don't know, Joe Forrest Wicks. Gump. <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> Forrest Gump, Joe Wicks matter. Forrest Gump, but instead of a box of chocolates, it's a bag of licorice all sorts. <laughs> bag of licorice all sorts. Life is like a bag of licorice all sorts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. let's do it. Oh, Esther, I haven't got any ideas for this week's show. I feel completely uninspired. Mm, sure. Esther. What are you stuffing into your mouth? A bit of Lady Macbeth for inspiration. You're eating the works of Shakespeare? No, I'm eating a delicious bar of Lady Macbeth dark orange chocolate from Sweet Theatre. I've just finished off Alice in Wonderland. Even the artwork on the packaging is beautiful. Hmm, is it helping? Indeed it is. Here, have a little nibble on Oscar Wilde. Mmm. That one's gin and tonic flavour. Yum. Have you got any more? Um, um... Esther, have you eaten all the Sweet Theatre chocolate? Should I exit stage left? Yeah, I think you should. Sweet Theatre. Chocolates with drama. Available online at sweettheatre.com and in participating theatres. If Esther hasn't eaten it all. Hi, I'm health and wellbeing expert Lindsay Lindsay and I'm here today to tell you that whilst you may feel fat and unattractive and wibbly-wobbly, that I too unbelievably was once in your position. 
You'll be surprised to hear that I once tipped the scales at nine and a half stone and was a borderline size 12. I changed my body by changing my outlook, by thinking about how I move physically, how I ate mindfully and how I felt spiritually. This is not a diet. There is no dieting involved. You just need to make a few small tweaks to your everyday meals and it's all incredibly achievable. I don't eat dairy, I don't eat gluten and I don't eat refined sugar. I don't eat fructose, I don't eat grains and I don't eat any vegetables from below the ground on a Monday, Wednesday or Friday, any day that Coronation Street is on. I only drink water that has been boiled six times in a Morville Meheritage copper stewpan with lid, stainless, from Harrods. And I only allow myself to get excited on a Sunday between the hours of 12 and 2pm. All of this is incredibly achievable by changing your diet in these small ways. If you want to begin your weight loss journey with me today, then you can join my club entitled Becoming a Massive Loser with Lindsay Lindsay, which retails at one one nine nine ninety nine per month. So join me, Lindsay Lindsay, today. And remember, it's not a diet, it's a way of life. <laughs> I love a good podcast, and when I find one I really like, I tell everyone I know about it. I grab my phone, and I share the podcast with everyone in my address book. And then I post about the podcast on social media. Then I rate and review the podcast, and then I have a warm feeling inside for the rest of the day. Just saying, I hope you're enjoying this episode of Limited Time Only. I know I am. Now, where's my phone? Esther. Yo. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to your own podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's always an honour. And this, a brand new quiz. Very excited. (laughs) I'm glad you said that. (laughs) This is the inaugural round of (laughs) Commonwealth Games or Commonplace Shames. (laughs) Okay. Yes, I'm ready. It makes complete sense already without me Absolutely. even explaining it, obviously. Yeah. Um, so this quiz is, it's brand new and it is about unusual sports. Oh, I'm a bit rubbish with sport, but... Don't worry. Okay. I, I don't know if I would even class any of these as sports, <laughs> but apparently they are. Okay. And uh, they are played around the world. So what I'm going to do is give you the names of some unusual sports. Okay. Uh, and you have to tell me whether they are real or not okay true or false true or false okay true sport or false sport okay and if you get it right you get a do 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 and if you get it wrong you get a you cannot be serious which is my impression of john McEnroe. to be honest it was like he was in the in the room or across the airwaves well yes he did offer his services but i said don't worry john i know you're busy i've got a headband i can stand in okay So here we go with the first round of Commonwealth Games or Commonplace Shames. Number one, (laughs) Esther, is extreme ironing true or false? I would not win at this. I do not like ironing. Um, (laughs) No, nor do I. I leave it until my mum comes to visit. So oh, do usually you? Only gets done every six months. She loves that it. That is really interesting. So, what do you wear? Have you just got a really extensive wardrobe? And then I don't iron stuff. 
No, I don't iron. I don't iron. I, I, I just try and hang everything out or I just figure it'll drop out as the day goes on. Yeah, I don't, I don't even notice them. It's only if it's a shirt or something or, yeah. I don't know, something linen that would need ironing. But then I only wear it once a year, so... Yeah, yeah. No, I don't iron. If so I, I wouldn't can play Apart from sport. the kids' uniforms, I iron that and then everything else can't yeah, be asked. Life's too short. I have this short. mantra, life is too short to iron a tablecloth. So if you come for lunch at my house and it's a fancy lunch, the tablecloth won't be ironed. Might be a I bit just bumpy. think it's I think I think it's a bit rustic and it's a bit French, isn't it? That's that's what it's I'm going French. for. But what what you could do is save it all up and give it to the people that do extreme ironing. Yes. And then they've got something to iron. So is it true or false? What do well you, you just said give it to the people that do extreme ironing, so I think it's true oh are you kidding oh i gave it away you well, did i, I darren get... browned you i'm like the master uh, of you know been a double hypnos- bluff. yeah well i i don't think so i was i knew exactly what i was doing and it was like a form of hypnosis well you are that good but I am. it, is, it yeah. is a real sport is played internationally and it's it's described as the latest danger sport that combines the thrills <laughs> of ironing no 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 the thrills of extreme outdoor activity with the satisfaction of a well-pressed shirt oh for god's sake <laughs> and it's done they do it on in caves on you know hillsides what? with horrific drops um i've seen a picture of people <laughs> extreme mining three people two of them holding the board and one of them mining while skydiving oh for god's sake how do you iron in a cave where's the socket where's the electricity supply they must have to take their own little generator i mean it just it's all too complicated isn't it and oh also you could god. you could genuinely die while doing it uh, it's, it's really not, not how i want to go ironing worth. I don't want to die ironing. Right, okay, number two. So you've got one yes. there. I'm, I'm going to try and keep scores. Ha ha. Ha ha The number two, <laughs> shin kicking. <laughs> <laughs> shin kicking. Shin kicking. <laughs> oh, God, I don't But it hurts to kick a shin. So do well, you get to wear shin pads? I'm going to say no, but God, I wish that was true. You cannot be serious. <gasps> it's true. It's true. And it's an English sport. Of course know. it is. Of course it is. The most random are. Um, competitors face off and proceed to kick the out of one another's shins and force their opponent to the ground. And it was started in the 17th century. Oh, my God. Do you know, sometimes my husband and I, like, properly wrestle and play fight, almost like, you know, Monica and Ross Geller, and we, like, really go for... I usually initiate it. It's usually if I've got a bit of rage. Uh, but um, but once we were, we were having a wrestle, and I kicked and hit my shin off something on Ian. I don't know what it was. But, oh, my God, I had an indent in my shin, yeah. and, it's, and it was there for two years. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if it's still, yeah. still there a bit. I, I used feel. to do um, Kung Fu. And my oh, friend, yes. um, Eleanor, would kick me in the same place on my shin every week. <gasps> not because Bitch. she was, no, not because she was being cruel, but because I was so rubbish that every week she did the same move and I completely failed to block her. <laughs> um, and I've actually got an a indentation in my the flesh that has been oh, wow. there since I was 17. And I'm now 35, so it's been a long time. 35 mm. indeed i know and you're six weeks older than me and i i haven't had my birthday yet so i'm still 40 34 oh slip. <laughs> yeah so it, it is real so yeah. you can play that if you like wow what well, i might do on a on a sort of a ragey day definitely yeah go for it not with me though no, okay no number three speed sanding <laughs> 
They're such great visuals. Speed yeah. standing. I'm going to say false because we've had two trues. Well done. Yes, we came up with that. The winner is the. Actually, my husband came up with it. Um, the the winner is the person that's that sands a standard two by four plank the fastest by hand <laughs> using sandpaper. Well, I think we should start that. I, should, I mean, think we should have the limited time only games and and speed sanding should be one of those. It, it probably does exist somewhere in the world, doesn't it? Probably. Yeah. Okay, number four. Wife carrying. God. Are you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm just sniggering to myself. Wife carrying. I mean, that sounds very 1600s, doesn't it? It really uh, does. So, you know, that's up there with like chasing cheese down a hillside. Um, I'm, I, I, oh, I don't. I'm going to say true. Yay! It is true. It happens today. It's a Finnish sport. So it was it was originated wow. in Finland, but it's played globally. Um, apparently the Aussies and the Americans are very good at it. Yes. In teams of two, competitors race to see who can finish an obstacle course while carrying their wife on their back. Wow. Now, modern day Modern day rules, competitors don't have to be married. But yeah, it's absolutely true. But surely that's the first that's the first rule of wife carrying is is that you're married. Well, I think, you know, you've got to move with the times. Yeah. But, um, but the, I've seen pictures and the competitors do look very, very buff. And yes. they are wearing proper kit and it's in proper stadiums. So. Oh, wow. Do you know, you just reminded me that I had a dream about Sandy Toxfig last night. I know she's not Finnish, but I just went but she is know, to that part of the country. She's, and I love Sandy Toxfig. And I told her that in my dream last night. I was oh. like, Sandy, it's so nice to meet you. I, I absolutely love you. Well, maybe um, you could ask her to be your wife for yes. a wife carrying competition. Yes. And she's, she's quite small so i carry her yeah. yeah yeah i'd carry her yeah okay well done number five duck shearing <laughs> shearing you can't shear a duck you pluck a duck, <laughs> duck. Oh, actually that's better isn't it yeah but i i'm i'm, I'm saying that's a no because you pluck a duck you don't shear a duck you shear a sheep you pluck a duck have you ever done that tongue twister about plucking ducks it's, it's really i have tricky let's not do it no let's it not will go wrong it, but i am gonna say duck plucking or duck shearing is false okay thank thank goodness to anyone who was worried about the health and safety of the ducks yeah okay number six toe wrestling (laughs) i think this is true i'm sure i've seen this somewhere maybe on a specialist channel (laughs) (laughs) sven goren erickson's back sven goren erickson's back and the cheeky girl It is true. It was invented by four people down the pub in the 1970s. It's like arm wrestling, but with toes in it. In it. uh, Yeah. Uh, It's not something I'd like to... I I can't even... The thought of touching someone else's naked feet with my own, it makes me feel physically sick. I don't mind other people's feet as long as they're Mm. sort of clean and, you know... And neatly clipped toenails and, you know, then I'd touch somebody else's feet, but otherwise... You could have a serious injury, couldn't you, with an overlong nail? You could. I've got very bendy toes as well, because like, uh, my, my <laughs> I can pick things up with my toes. That is a nice challenge that I like to do, picking these up with my toes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what's the biggest thing you've picked up with your toes, Suze? Um, my self-respect. <laughs> <laughs> I've just dropped it. No, um, I don't know. I can't, I can't think. I'm trying to pick up a bottle now. I don't think I could do it with one foot. Um, I think probably a pen. Yes. 
Yes, I, I could pick up a pen, definitely. I'm trying to do a mobile phone. By separating my big toe and my second toe. Yeah. Like a, I, like a call. Can you do it in between your big toe and your second toe? What, a, a pen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's because my, my big toe can bend sort of right back. I'm bending it right it back now. now as we speak. Yeah. We've both got bendy big toes. Bendy big toes. Yeah, I've done it. I've picked oh. it up. And I, yeah, there we go. Um, okay, numbers. <laughs> Number seven yes. is competitive worm charming. Competitive worm charming. That's very Harry Potter-esque, isn't it? I'm going to say no. <laughs> you cannot be serious. What? It's true. There are World Worm Charming Championships. They were started in 1980 in Williston, Cheshire. It's quite simple. You get as many worms out of the ground as possible in the time available you get as many worms out the ground i sort of saw them as like a snake charmer in a pot and you've got to get the worm on it's sort of rising up <laughs> well i suppose it must wow. be something to do with i don't know moisture maybe and i've seen pictures of people with specific areas of grass and they're all <gasps> gathered round but the world record stands with the then 10 year old sophie smith who raised 567 worms in the 2009 British Worm Charming Championship. That's a lot of worms. Well done, Sophie. I mean, it's very weird, but well done. There's a lot of worms, Sophie. It's a bit odd, isn't it? It's very weird. Can you imagine seeing that many worms in one go? That's that's freaking me out. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to move on. I can't. I can't have that image in my head. No, let's not stay with that thought. <laughs> okay, so number eight is potato tennis. Potato tennis. So I'm wondering if that is batting a potato or using the potato as the racket. I'm going to say no. <laughs> it's false. I'm bad. No, I made that one up. So I, I was imagining somebody with a racket hitting a, a potato. You could also end up with like diced little potatoes to put in your... As it goes through the racket. That's a good idea, isn't it? Turning food preparation into a sport. <laughs> Number nine. Cardboard tube fighting. Oh, I mean, this is fun, isn't it? I've done this many a time in my life. <laughs> yeah. But is it a sport? Um, no, it's not a sport. You False. cannot be serious. What? It's a sport. Bloody hell, we make some stuff up, don't we? <laughs> um, it is a gentle <laughs> form of martial art. <laughs> I don't know how gent actually gentle it is, really, but it's played in Seattle, Washington, San Francisco and Sydney. Wow. Oh, my God. You know, I think... Listening to your sports, I think I could actually be a sportswoman. Yeah. I could definitely take part in some of these. Yeah. I've seen pictures of people wearing cardboard kind of sort of samurai style um, wow. headgear and outfits. And with, yeah, cardboard tubes. We all are sports people and, and athletes yes. worthy of reverence, but we just didn't know it. Yeah. Okay, here's the last one. Okay. Last one. It's time to redeem yourself because you've currently, you've got six out of nine. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Number 10 toenail tiddlywinks oh god oh oh that's made me a little bit sick in my mouth i'm gonna say no yeah, sorry no yeah well done it's just too gross isn't it it's too gross i mean i don't know what your house is like but i find toenails all over the place where members of my family have chopped toenails and then there's like a big thick a pool pile. <laughs> oh no just or just one random one oh, and you're like yeah. how the hell did that get there well, they flick off don't they yeah they do they flick away especially with clippers yeah disappear yeah they do and yeah it is pretty disgusting it is disgusting but yes toenail tiddlywinks thankfully do not thank god for exist. that well do you know what i think i would be really good at shin kicking and cardboard tube so i think i might put my name down for those sports yeah i think you should yeah. what did i quite fancy i quite fancied um well, none of them really no <laughs> 
Wife carrying. I'll, I'll wife carry. Wife carrying. Wife carrying with Sandy Toxvig. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that one. Yeah. Oh, I'll give her a call now. Yes, but tell her I love her as well. I will do. Thank you. Well, well done, Esther. Thank you. In the inaugural round of Commonwealth Games or Commonplace Shames, you scored a very respectable seven out of ten. I think that's a bronze. Yes. Ah. Oh. Well done. Yay! Thank you, Suze. Hi. Welcome to Real Life Gym. I'm Fran, and if you join us today, I'll be your personal trainer and confidant. The things you'll shout when in extreme discomfort don't need repeating twice, I tell you. Hi, Fran. I'm Kim. Well, I really want to lose some weight and tone up, but I'd like to get more of an idea of what you offer before I sign up. Do you have a Peloton studio? Well, Kim, we're more about reality than selling a dream of tight buns in lycra bobbing up and down on a bike seat that could split you in two. Oh. How can we get you fit on an everyday basis using your everyday activities? It sounds simple, doesn't it? But you do need to pay £80 a month for the privilege. Well, I was hoping for some kettlebell classes at least. Who needs kettlebells when you've got double beds? Just change your sheets every day and you'll soon be lifting enough to tone those dangly underarms. Step classes? Good grief, no. A waste of plastic. Far better to just do two steps forward and one step back when you walk into the shops. Have you got a swimming pool? Do bears watch Strictly? (laughs) No. Next time you're mopping your floor, pop your cosy on and get down there. A little bit of skidding around will do the trick. This sounds mad. I want to join a community of like-minded people. We do have a group session on a Tuesday. It's when we all wash the gym windows together for a full body workout. There's even a couple of loud and annoying attendees who have cliquey banter with the instructor, so it does feel more like a traditional aerobics class. What about social activities? Oh, yeah. On a Friday, we all get a curry and a massive cake. Well, that doesn't sound very healthy. After all the hard work during the week, we all deserve a treat, don't we, Kim? What's the point of exercising if you can't stuff your face with nan and cream every so often? Fair point. Sign me up. In your honour, do you know what? Just by having you on today, mm. this morning, I got up early. Yeah. I did yoga. Yeah. I uh, had a smoothie. I then had a two-minute cold shower at the yes. end of my shower. And I was like, <laughs> I just need to talk to Philippa every day. And then I'll become who I want to become. <laughs> I just know I was going to talk to you. So we'll schedule... Schedule a call at one o'clock every day. Another yeah, that's it. It'll just be that's it. a series of interviews with you for a year, and then Esther will be, you know, buff. <laughs> Today's guest is the glorious Philippa XL, known online as Philly Fitness. Philly is a personal trainer and movement professional, specialising in women's health and fitness. If you're anything like me, then the words personal trainer conjures up an image of someone telling you to feel the burn and pushing you to your limits. But that's not how Philly works at all. Her work involves yoga, Pilates, resistance bands, strengthening the body. Philly is passionate about helping people recover from injuries through movement and ensuring that we move freely and pain-free as we age. Alongside working as a personal trainer, Philly runs classes from her beautiful home in Henley. Some of her classes include candlelight wind-down stretch and release session, which frankly sounds divine. We talked to Philly about movement, nutrition, food, and how simply working on your breathing can change your body dramatically. We also talked to her about her new online platform, Philly Fitness On Demand, which means anyone can access her classes from anywhere in the world. Welcome to the show, Philly XL. 
thank you so much for taking time out to oh, do this because you're very busy mm-hmm. with everything that you do and obviously and you're a mum of three yes which is yeah you. yeah three. one more than me and esther and so i'm like <laughs> mind blown <laughs> oh i know it's quite full-on but then i think having kids even one is just full-on isn't yeah. it it's just that change from having none <laughs> did you get yeah. to two and think well we could go again because it's you know it's already mental so we might as well just chuck another one in <laughs> i the think mix. there was a bit of that definitely and um i think it was like competitiveness as well okay okay <laughs> let's see how many we can squeeze out <laughs> yeah no we went on holiday i remember spain or something and we just had the two girls at the time and they were really well behaved you know we had like not normal basically amazing and we were like oh my god they're like we're, we're amazing at this we could totally have another and then I think we did, and then, <laughs> and then the rest of the holiday they were awful. And we got home, we were like, "Oh, that was a terrible idea. Let's not do that." But it was too late by then. So <laughs> <laughs> too late. The seed was planted, literally. The seed was literally planted. And then we got a little boy, so he's full. So. Aww. Have you always been sporty? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. So I've never been a gym goer. I don't really like a gym mm. environment. I don't really like being indoors, to be honest. So um, I would always walk or cycle to Starbridge. I used to cycle to college, which is, what's that? About five miles or something. I was literally the only person that used to do that or walk miles. And then, yeah, so it was mostly just walking, cycling, just being outdoors, just wherever I was just being going. Active. I'd make sure that I just would either walk or, yeah. And then, um, and then when I moved to London years ago, about 20 years ago, I think I lived in London before, yeah. Um, I got into yoga so I really love that and that used to just I don't know something about well you guys like yoga as well don't yeah. you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. me too it's just that breathing and working and that's basically the movement all the movements that I do now just really slow mindful movement with the breath it just feels really good yeah so I've always really done that and and then I had kids and I had some core and postnatal issues which is really common and then so I focused on that. So I had I had a mommy and baby group about an hour ago, actually, which was sweet. Wow. And then <laughs> and it does remind you actually how hard it is to have a baby because um, they just want that bit of time. Yeah. Then of there's course. a baby and then they, they're apologizing like, oh, so sorry, my baby's crying. And so I'm just trying to pick up whoever baby looks, you know, who needs like, that bit of time yeah. the most just not having to hold your baby the whole time and doing a little bit of movement. But mm. What's so great about that is the fact that it's a safe space for them to come and bring their babies and then there's no embarrassment, you know, if one yeah. baby does kick off, all the other people there, all the other mums there understand that and yeah. that's that's the place for them to come and get yeah. some time to themselves. Yeah, it is, it, it's, it's really lovely, actually. When did you start training to do what you do now? So, um... I was working in London, doing lots of yoga and working for um, a guy in finance. And I was basically a, his PA, but he was never in the country. So it's the easiest job in the world. I just used to have a BlackBerry. And then as long as I answered my BlackBerry, it didn't really matter where I was. But I was mostly always just doing yoga or walking around. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I thought, um, I don't think this job could last forever. So whilst I was working for him, I did a personal training course and then um and then had kids and then I specialized in pre and postnatal fitness and then most recently I've done um something called core restore so it is working with um moms but um it's also just any movement through injury so that's what I'm quite passionate about now so I do um have a couple of male people but it's mostly women and it's just of all different ages 
um, just trying to do mindful movement. And so if, you know, I have quite a lot of people with uh, backs and necks and just trying to move through that. And I really love that. So it feels like so rewarding because um, I think basically we're, we're all getting to this stage where you realize just moving to kind of get thin, which is quite dated now, thankfully. People now just want to move to help them feel better. And actually, if you continue to move, whatever you enjoy, whatever it be, then that's really going to pay benefits down yeah. the line. So yeah, definitely. And because I've noticed the like my parents' generation, yeah, the, the mobility issues that are kicking in for a lot of people within my family yeah. and that they're struggling with. And and um, I have a bit of an aversion. I love moving my body. Yeah. I love doing anything that's. Like, I don't like going for a run. Yeah. I'm in a group of people. But, and I think I don't like running. But then we went to the cinema the other day and there were sort of spots on the carpet and there was no one there. We were all racing each other <laughs> up the spots. And I was like, now this is fun. Yes, this is exactly. Exercise. Yeah. And, and the stuff you do, I've done some of your videos online and they're so, I, I love the fact that they are slower and they're more mindful mm. um, because I was told a few years ago <laughs> you need to get in your parasympathetic nervous system more because you're too much in fight or flight all the time so you need yeah. to get into that and I love the sort of the the slow and precise and mindful movement that you do yeah yeah but I think you're competitive Esther I know you're competitive I do <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so a race because <laughs> I am actually but I that's I, why you I, like I the really spot like... the running to the spot thing so we do that stuff yes. like that like I'm definitely not anti-running at all well, some people are anti-running but no I would mm. think move like whatever is you need and stuff like that is fun because it's not a chore is it the, you no know, it's just fun and that's how it should be I think and I think yeah. it's exercise can be really quite pretentious and um yeah. Uh, not very welcoming to all people like the gym obviously environment is is not that welcoming I think mm. to some and I've noticed that I have a lot of well I mostly teach women let's say and um so they've had babies it's been a long time and people have just slightly lost their mojo and to build up the confidence to then come to a class and quite often at the end of it some people are quite emotional because They've completely like forgot a forgotten that it feels nice to be moving and be just doing something for themselves. Because like you say, Susie, people get the guilt about, oh, if they give their kid an iPad or stuff like that. And we're always so hard on ourselves. But life's so crazy yeah. now as well, not just for moms, I think definitely for dads as well. Mm. But um, if you can give yourself just that tiny bit of time, I think it makes such a difference for everyone. I actually had a calf injury last year. It was a tear yeah. and I couldn't do anything for about, I couldn't really, I couldn't properly exercise for at least six yeah. weeks more. And I was very nervous. And I noticed that I'd stopped wanting to exercise. Yes. I'd lost the drive. Yeah. I've always, always wanted and almost wanted, almost had to kind of just, right, drop everything and I've got to go for a run now because I've just got it. It's like bursting out of me. And I'd lost it and I was very worried about that. Yeah. Um, so is that and and that can happen, can't it? You kind of all the time the drive to do it, then you just sort of yeah. I don't know. Stop exercising. But I think that's the same with everything, isn't it? You know, when you stop doing stuff, like we all stopped doing stuff over lockdown, obviously. And then I remember thinking to myself, God, how did I used to? I can't remember how I used to do it all. I can't remember how I used to do that and that, and then get the kids there. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that again. And when when everyone's when you stop, it's so hard to get your mind around 
the fact that you can do it mm. and you can always make time. And also I think you don't need to spend that much time doing stuff. But even if you have 10 minutes and just that 10 minutes a day is better than no minutes mm. a day. And then quite often what happens is, oh, that feels actually quite good. Tomorrow I'm going to do it again. And yeah, or maybe a little bit more. And I think like you were saying as well, it's finding what you enjoy. So I, my husband loves cycling and yeah. he likes running and I'll, we'll go for a dog walk and he gets quite bored quite quickly, even though quite frankly, I'm a hoot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine that. But I, he just says, it's too slow for me. I find it really boring. I could walk for 24 hours. I love walking. I could walk all day. I, it's one of my happiest things to do. But in my head, I often say to Susie, I don't class that as exercise. But yeah, mm. I'm walking yeah. for 90 minutes every day. I'm doing 10,000 steps. And I always think exercise has to be in this sort of, in this sort of prescriptive, oh, I must do this. But actually, it's just moving your body, doing stuff you enjoy, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think that's, um, a big thing is that whole thing of punishing your yeah. body through fitness. And if you feel like you haven't completely punished yourself, as in like sweaty and, yeah. and and then you're like, oh, that can't be classed as fitness then. And there's that mindset that we've had that everyone's grown up having, you know, like no pain, no work gain. hard and no pain, mm. no gain and all that. That whole thing about punishing your body and that must equate to exercise and then that equates to losing weight. Mm you know with the whole diet culture as well and I think actually yeah walking every day if you did that forever you'd be mm -hmm. great you know mm -hmm. and equally you're giving yourself that time you're like chilling out in your mind and... yeah I don't think I'm quite chilling out in my mind yet but I, I'm no. usually listening to a podcast or, or I know I do that <laughs> I'm like Esther yeah. just look at the trees <laughs> I know I did I was wondering whether I should stop listening to podcasts when I walk because yeah. maybe I should listen to the trees or whatever and then but then I was like, if I do that, then when am I going to fit in all this? You know, yeah, I enjoy yes, a yeah. podcast. Yeah. So it is that whole time you're trying to work out what's the best thing for you, yeah. time-wise, yes. I suppose. It's a time thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You do classes at in your studio for yes, people to actually yeah. come to in Henley. I wish I could. I know. Like, it, looks, it looks brilliant. It's so nice. Especially the breakfast one. The breakfast one was really cool. Tell us about that. Yeah, I'm doing that again in a couple of weeks. But I mean, the sunshine was, we've got a route. So we moved, we were in London, in Brixton, like pretty much Brixton for 20 years. And we moved the day that we went into the very first lockdown, which was just total oh, wow. coincidence that we were moving wow. that day. So it was like off um, an action film, like the movers, removal people were scheduled for that date. And I was like, there's no way they're going to do it. And they were like, we will, we'll, we'll honour our last job. But we had to be out of the house. And then we were like driving out of London and it was like the roads were empty. It was just <gasps> so weird. Anyway, we arrived here and we were like, okay, this is quite nice. And now all I can see from ours is just green all around. But it's taking me, It, does, it but then I still miss stupid things about London, like the cafes and restaurants yeah anyway but we we built this lovely studio in the garden so that's where I have so we've got a really lovely setting and Henley is such a nice town it's really small so there's a nice community and I'm really finding that that community feel is making me quite happy and um mm. and you know even just when you're walking out and you're ch chatting to someone do you know do you get a really nice feeling from that it makes you feel yeah. so good doesn't it just any old random person I'll chat to, to be honest. And then, yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so then we start, I started doing, so in the winter, um, I just had this idea that it would be really nice to do these candle lit wind down sessions. 
So people would arrive at 7.30 in the evening and we'd completely, um, so it's dark, it's winter, and then it was all candlelit the journey to the studio from where they parked. And then outside there was all candles and inside it's almost this wooden studio, so it's um, really atmospheric. And then with nice smells and stuff. And then basically just some mats and it could fit 12 people in and they would just come and I do breathing exercises and a really slow stretching session for about 45 minutes and you'd have your eyes closed. And then I'd finish it with this relaxing, like they have eye masks and then I do a little kind of lavender thing and the breathing exercise. Mm. And then we finished with this really nice like chamomile turmeric tea and these little chocolate things. And um, it became really successful because people were just saying to me, the feedback was that they just really wanted to lie in a dark room and close their eyes <laughs> <laughs> not move. Or, I mean, we did move and then people were like, oh, I didn't really think we'd be moving. But um, just, I think everyone is completely, was completely frazzled. It sounds and idyllic. It's so interesting to hear that though, isn't it? It was, I think, date years ago, but maybe it's, you know, I'm in my 40s now, but it wasn't just people in the 40s. There's a lot of people in the 30s. And um, whereas before, I think people would, maybe that wouldn't have been so appealing, but now I yes, think... Yes, they would have thought it was strange, possibly. Or, yeah. But it's the kind of thing you wanted that you wouldn't do at home. Yeah, I wouldn't put candles out and put a lovely face mask online. Yeah. I would feel oh, like I couldn't have time for that. Yes. But if it was somewhere mm. else and, it, and with other people, yeah. I would, yes, I would feel like I could let myself go allow yourself basically allow yourself that time that's it it? which is funny did you find that people got emotional with that because I cry when I do things yeah there was I've had that quite a lot yeah I have had that quite a bit have you been watching that Wim Hof with the breathing yes I love it yeah 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 and I went um we had a lady on last season who we call Guru Sue and she does like meditations and mindfulness and breath work now. She's she's breath work trained as well. And I went to a session of hers last Saturday and um, I just couldn't t- switch off the waterworks. It was just but it's that thing of I'm so in my head and not in my body. Yeah. But when you get into your body, it's almost just a big release, isn't it? And it's and, and if you feel wonderful afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's that thing where um, like people well yeah you're giving yourself that time and we just don't have we're so time poor that sometimes you feel guilty when you're at home if you were just at home lying around breathing I think you'd be thinking about the dishwasher your husband might be like what are you doing Mm. yeah or you'd be thinking about the next job wouldn't you it's the distractions that aren't there when you go to somewhere where it's laid out like that oh well it'd be nice if you came at some point well I mean I'd love to (laughs) But but the other option is now that you've you've actually started. You're online, aren't you now? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's basically going to be a subscription service where it will um, there's be a big library of videos um, that you can choose from. So it will be either there's a revive section, so it'll be stretches, or ten minutes, um, and all of it's no equipment. So it's just literally your mat. Um, so 10 minute workouts, 30 minute workouts, or there's like a beginner section for, cause I'm trying to be inclusive to everyone. Um, I want I really, my aim is to get everyone moving and enjoying it. So yeah, beginner section, and then there's an advanced section and a core core section for people to get back in kind of 
awareness of their core. Looks great. I mean, I've looked at your website and looked at, at Instagram and seen some of the little showing what yes. you do. And I mean, what one I was looking at the other day, you were on uh, all fours, oh, yeah. uh, but you had two little pads <laughs> on your feet. So, and I was like, that looks that looks really quite fun, but also horrendous. Um, but, but just, I saw, yeah. I, I was like, quite, and I did actually get down. Did <laughs> you try? Wear some slippy socks. Could I do some, some dusters? Just, some you dusters. can do, use dusters yeah. or just socks if you've got a wooden floor, yeah. Yeah, um, no, I'm going to give it a go. Definitely. Give it a go, yeah, because, yeah, basically the whole thing is about trying to make it really easy so you can just, because you know, some, I've, I do all sorts of different stuff, online movement stuff. And then it's like, right, and now you need this, and then you need that. And yeah. I'm like, oh. Um, whereas if it's just no equipment, and also you can just use your body weight and get a really good workout anyway. So, yes, it will all be. And I wanted to make it so inclusive for all and equally for busy lives. So the maximum mm. length of a video is half an hour. Very exciting. I'm excited, yeah. I'm really proud of all the um, content, actually, because all the videos... Because I've been teaching for so long now and um, I, I, I know what, what kind of works through the, from when I'm teaching classes. So what people enjoy and what people find hard. I think it's still good to have a challenge. So it's not completely easy because mm. people, you feel good once you've had that challenge and you've achieved something. Um, but yeah, all quite mindful movement with breath and just um, sculpt strengthening, basically. Yeah, it's exciting, and we'll put it, we'll put everything about you in the show notes. But I remember oh, um, you, a couple of months ago, I saw it might have been longer actually, but when you were still in London, that there was a woman that had been coming to you, and you'd written that she. Since she'd been coming to you, she'd lost two stone and completely overhauled her diet and was just feeling so much better in herself. Yeah. Um, and I just thought things like that must be so rewarding for you to see somebody transform themselves and, yeah. and make themselves healthier. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I think it it didn't it doesn't happen automatically. No. But like you said, people get a bit emotional when they come the first time and they're like, oh. I forgot that actually this feels quite nice and I feel really like I've done something for myself. So then that's quite a nice feeling equally. And there is that momentum, you know, and then they're like, I'm going to keep going. And then equally, once they start moving, then you're like, okay, how can I, what else? I'm not one of these people that advocates. Um, I'm not a nutritionist at all, but I would just say, um, I did nutrition course as part of my training, but I think equally we have to think about just making that really simple for people as well. Mm. And just if you just cook everything from scratch, that's all I think you need to do. Mm. And just eat eat three meals a day. So what about fish fingers? <laughs> yeah. Apart from fish fingers for the Is kids. That okay. Yeah. Oh, Chicken God. nuggets. I can't quite get out of like my kids are the ones that it's oh, a kid. Yes, it's the, were, kid. it's the it's the ease of cooking for kids. I find, I feel terrible kids. guilt. Even if you most days. Oh, that's <laughs> so hard, isn't it? That's all me and my friends talk about the whole time. Because now I'm thinking, well, I've got to pick them up in now. Oh my god, when am I going to feed them if you yes, leave it too late? It, yeah. blah, blah. And then I've got something on later, and that they will have fish fingers tonight. Fish fingers <laughs> with the veg on the side. Oh yeah. And one of them eats broccoli. The other one eats bean peas or whatever and then the other one eats green beans and uh well that's good it's all, um, all a bit of green like a bit of green yeah each. yeah as you feel like as long as there's a bit of green there then yes. that's fine yeah. but um yeah i think for like adults though if we can i do tray bakes nearly like all the time mm. if i'm busy in the week just whatever veg and then you can make it really tasty with nuts and fresh herbs as long as you've got fresh herbs and nuts and things like harissa and tahini yeah, yeah in your cupboard then it will always taste good 
Yeah, it's having it in, isn't it? It's just having the stuff in that, that the store cover basics in, and then you can make oh. whatever you want. Make nice, tasty stuff. Yeah. That's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's so hard, isn't yeah. it? Like, just having everything. Yes. Oh, one day I'm going to be this perfect person. <laughs> <laughs> one day we all will. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I was looking, looking at Clive back on your website and I was like, oh my gosh, mm. Philippa just sounds amazing. Because the, the first bit of Clive feedback says, um, She's got a great sense of humour, so the classes are fun and good-humoured and allows us to push ourselves if we collapse into a sweaty heap. There is laughter, a ribald comment, and a steadying hand. And I was like, this sounds fantastic. (laughs) Ribaldry as well as fitness. I mean, get me down, get me signed up. (laughs) Can we expect any ribald commentary on the online stuff? (laughs) Yeah, otherwise it's boring, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, you've got to just make it fun and a bit silly. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's the only way I can operate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do you have a big dream for it all? Yeah, well, actually, my next thing. So once I've got this out there, then Philly Fitness On Demand, it's called. Then I will keep adding on to those videos all the time. So just keep, you know, I suppose everything evolves, doesn't it? Once it starts and builds. And then my next thing that I'm going to uh, do a course on is menopause, like movement through the menopause. Because, well, I'm 42 Mm. now and I feel like Mm. I already feel quite different in my body. Not old at all, but just hormones are changing. You can tell like hormones are changing and stuff's going on. So I just want to be quite armed with that. And um, and that is quite a nice market to get into mm. as well, I think. We're, we're two years older than you. We're yeah. 44. So, you know, you can, I can feel hormones changing as well and just 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 changes in my body. In fact, when you talk about restore your core, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I just have had for the last two or three. No, probably longer, actually four years just this band of fat around my lower belly that just doesn't go anywhere and I'm like oh yeah. god I need to go and see Philippa but yeah. I'll do you online stuff <laughs> and actually that's really common so we're postnatal forever right if you've had kids and um and then stuff changes and I think a lot of it is like working with your breath work to kind of strengthen your deep core it could be as simple as that but actually that's quite complicated oh the breathing yeah I I never breathe properly at all that's probably why I cry whenever I do I find it really hard do you breathe more into here yes and then when I go and like when I did Guru Su's meditation thing I was lying on the floor and then I realized how little I need to breathe. And I remember once being told by a cognitive behavioral therapist, you're very pressurized with your speech. You're very, you're, and I'm, I have too many thoughts racing through yeah, my head yeah, that yeah. I can't get out quick enough. And I'm always amazed that when I do the breath work, how I just slow down and how little I actually need to breathe when I'm still and when I just let it happen of its own accord. Yes. I think breathing's really tricky. I think it's really hard. I, I struggle with that as well because, um, I basically have this like very bloated tummy, which is really common after having kids and there's various reasons for that. But yeah, breathing is weirdly like a massive part of it. If you're breathing wrong, you're like, oh my God, but this is something that I do all day. So you're having to like re-pattern movements that you have done forever, basically. If I breathe properly, that should sort itself out a bit. Yeah, and they say, so... So you could just try doing five minutes a day and then that connection will just eventually start happening. And I suppose it's just trying to take the stress away from it. Um, We're basically really meant to breathe into your ribs. So see Mm. your ribs as like an umbrella. So breathing in through your nose Mm. and then as you um, inhale, your ribs should 
kind of open like that and then your tummy should relax which will then kind of see your core as a canister so as you breathe in then your pelvic floor lowers and then as you exhale your deep core comes in and your pelvic floor just lifts it should be kind wow. of yeah. like this like a canister and with your ribs kind of but um quite common postnatally because you've got big baby belly baby belly your ribs get really stuck and trapped so it's about trying to get that movement back into the ribs so through doing like lots of twisting and if you're equally if you're kind of got quite rounded shoulders that can affect your um rib movement so does that mean that your pelvic floor isn't getting engaged with with breathing as well if it's not if your rib cage isn't moving as it should so your pelvic floor is kind of not getting the exercise it, it should as well yeah so it should just be going with your breath all day like that working in synergy with your core um and sorry with your breath um but if you're it's also quite a lot down to posture so say if your pelvis is kind of tilted so your bum sticks out which i have like anterior tilt or the other way around where your um your bum's kind of coming in like a bit more flatter bum, then um, it could mean that your pelvic floor isn't, because your pelvic floor is like a hammock from your pubic bone to your tailbone like this. And if it's like you're slightly tilted one way or the other, then it's not at its kind of max, um, optimum position yeah. like that, you see. So it's all these tiny little things and you'll be fine if you don't do anything about them, but they could all help if these little changes just postural things or breathing things or strengthening yeah and lots of twists like we were just doing with all the moms just getting them to do loads of twists and opening up their shoulders because yeah. all that stuff feels nice right so trying to do stuff that feels good for your body so moving because it can be really confusing as well and you're like whoa what do I do how do I stand where do I breathe mm. ah! and actually if you just say look do stuff that feels mm. good for your body and that's generally going to help it you know? so just break it down and have it that simple God, that's brilliant. That is yeah. so, it's so brilliant. interesting. It is it, a lot of the information out there is so, for body movement, is so contradictory. And I, I am aware that my shoulders have crept forward. So I keep hanging off the door frame to sort of stretch them out a bit and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, it's just fascinating. I, I didn't know all that. And of course, of course, breath work affects your belly. Yeah. 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 So mm. if one area is kind of sharp, then. But yeah, with your shoulders, so that's mm. really common. Like um, mm. we're like this, aren't we? This is me on my phone mm. or pushing a push chair or over your laptop. So obviously, you know, we're all gonna start getting this tightness. So yeah, you're right. Just stretching out your um, pecs so you can have your hand against the wall and then kind of open your body away from it. But trying to keep your shoulders low and then just moving your shoulders in as many different kind of ranges as you can. I have something like that mm. in my I have a, like a shoulder saver series in my little online thing and stuff for like if you've got a, like a bad neck or sore lower back and actually those because my husband was like are people going to want to do that and I was like well I feel like those are the most because in my classes sometimes I'm like oh should we just spend 10 minutes doing something nice for our shoulders and everyone's like yes please and I'm always a bit surprised mm. and then some people now are saying can we do more of that? Can we do more breath work? And mm. it's not just like, oh, can we do loads of squats and burn our bums and stuff? People do like that as well. It wouldn't, if you've released your shoulders and your neck and you haven't got pain there, you can do all the other stuff with greater ease. Exactly. Yes. And I'm finding that more. So teaching slightly older people now, like yeah. in the, yeah. like not really old, 50s or 60s, they just want to feel good mm. moving and they don't want to feel 
crap when they wake up in the morning, basically. And like you say, it's about mobility as well, isn't it? And I've started like a proper nana. I've started holding my phone up here instead of looking down like that because I saw something that showed the weight of our heads and constantly doing that. You're going to get the, so hold your phone up. And so I do that, but I realise it makes me look about 102. (laughs) Like I can't see this. What did you say? (laughs) Yeah. People be listening and I'm sure you'll have inspired lots of, our listeners to get moving and hopefully to sign up to your online classes as well. I certainly am oh. going to. If there's one thing people could do today that would get them started on this journey, what would it be? I would say, honestly, for me, walking, just walk. I walk my kids, my kids, even though you think, oh, but this is a nightmare, blah, blah, I've got to do this. I understand, yeah, there's times like I can't pick mine up later walking because one's at one curb and blah, blah. Like time wise, it won't work. But if you can do it in the morning or something, so mine have to walk half an hour to school and one of them, he was four for a long time. And that was honestly quite stressful. So I would be like having to, you know, like drag him or carry him. And I was like, oh God, it'd be so much easier if I just got in the car. But now it's second nature to him and he's totally fine walking. So but you mm-hmm. get that time that it's like you're gaining time. If you've been given the gift of time, and you're moving your body at the same time. So it's just mm. a win-win situation. So if you're going to the shops, just walk or ride your bike or move some way. Yeah, you don't always have to just get in the car. Brilliant. Perfect. And it's all free. That's free. And it's free. <laughs> That's another thing. And it's yeah. free. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Lovely. Thank you so much. That was brilliant. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on, Philly. Oh, thank you, guys. <laughs> You know that phrase, it's not the winning, it's the taking part that counts. Twaddle. My thoughts exactly. So this season, we thought we'd spice up your lives with a bit of a competition. Booyakasha! There's an actual trophy up for grabs. Boom! How do we win? Well, each week, we're going to ask a question on the social medias. The best responses will be read out in the following week's episode. And the writer of the very best audience story of the whole season will win the trophy. Oh, I'd better get writing. No, no. Esther, you can't enter. What? That's absolute bull... So, Esther. Yes? You know I said earlier that I was going to do a 10k run after only training for three weeks. I do. Yeah, well, I decided that was a bad idea. So, any, any um, you know, personal trainers, people who know anything about fitness, um, well, just any humans out there who were concerned for my safety, don't worry, I'm not going to try and do that. Um, but what I did do the other day is um, just scrolling through Instagram, something popped up and I thought, oh, I could I could have a go at that. Is it cake eating? It was cake eating. Yeah, sponsored cake eating. Um, well, I might have to do that after this, but it, it was um, run 100 miles in July. So I thought, I could run 100 miles in Ju- July. is 31 days long and a, a few miles a day. I could, I could fit that in. It sounds Can very I? achievable. So I um, signed up, put my name down, did a little blurb um, for a very, very good charity. Um, and then as I sort of clicked the final button to say, you know, send me my T-shirt, I thought, I better just calculate this because 100 miles is quite a lot of miles. And on average, when I have been running, which I have to say has got less frequent because I have been a bit busy recently, 
I know that's no excuse and I am I'm intending to do it this afternoon but on a good week I was probably running 7k twice a week or once (laughs) twice at a push so I thought well okay 7k is probably about five miles or something maybe slightly less so I was like right I'll calculate it so if I did if I did 7k three times a week say if I was really pushing it how many miles would I get done in a month oh yeah and the answer was only 75 yeah yeah so a further almost marathon's worth of miles to run to add on to that I thought do you know what Suze you've got to give yourself a break here because you might actually break you cannot do it and also you you are very busy at the moment and then trying to put that in as well is quite is quite a thing isn't it I'd just be running all the time yeah I wouldn't see you'd just be forest gumping all over the place I wouldn't see my family I wouldn't be able to eat I would have very sore legs yeah Um, so I thought actually no build up to maybe next year maybe next year I'm still intending to run a 10k um, and it has taken me so having gone from trying to run couch to 10k which should take 14 weeks in three weeks I'm now doing couch to 10k in probably about 27 weeks but you <laughs> but know you're doing it i'm doing it and it's safety first isn't it <laughs> absolutely i am so the same i push myself sometimes far too hard what else can i do and i can fit that in and then i can fit that in and i take on so much and then you go oh my god i can't physically do all this and then you feel like a failure so it's being a bit it's it's pushing yourself but not too hard so that you just you know you end up feeling rubbish about yourself or hurting yourself so I think you're very wise. Yes, thank you. Um, so, and it's also kind of what Philly was saying in, when we interviewed her, isn't it? About it's not about pushing yourself and and doing extreme challenges. It's about moving your body. Yeah. And I think um, I am aware that I want to move my body more, but I don't need to to push push my body to do you need to punish yourself. To, yeah, punish it. And I've already had you know I've had an injury. I know what that's like, and and that means I can't do anything at all. So I'd rather just take it easy and build up. But I think actually 100 miles would be achievable. The, the, the main thing about it is time, actually, because yeah. running, you know, you do for me to do 7K, I need a, an hour because I've got to warm up and I am doing a little bit of walking in that time. It's only a minute in between each stint, but you've got to warm up for five minutes. You've got to cool down for five minutes. That's that's 10 minutes plus the 15 minutes to run. So And yeah. it's not just it's not just that hour. It's the shower afterwards and drying your hair. Yeah, and, and it's the hobbling around for the next three days. <laughs> take Everything takes twice as long. We you won't have the luxury of hobbling for three days because you've got to run again the next day so yeah oh gosh yeah I've got to run again the next yeah probably the, the afternoon if I was going to try and fit 100 miles in oh but I have to say uh, since we spoke to Philly I have signed up for Philly's online classes Philly on demand it's called and it is it is brilliant it is just for any for anyone like me completely um time deprived it's absolutely perfect because I've been able to do sort of six minute workouts, Brilliant. 10 minute workouts that I, I can just, I'm like, you know what? I really can fit in a 10 minute workout. Absolutely. And you don't need to change for it either. You don't need to change your clothes. You no. can you can just do it and and then you feel brilliant and it's just sort of exercise snacking isn't it yeah and she's lovely she because she knows the points when because obviously she's just talking talking to you like you're like she's in your house um, yeah and she's very gentle and she knows exactly the points where you might be thinking oh this is a bit tricky so she'll give lots of alternatives and she's so encouraging it is like yeah. she's there with you um i i really recommend it and i've i've loved it and i'm 
I am building up. There are longer, um, you know, I've done a 20 minute one. There's some, there's quite a few 30 minutes. There's so much stuff on there. I haven't explored it all yet even. Brilliant. Um, so I'm really excited to get into it. And I've, I have noticed my bingo wings um, receding. <gasps> oh, uh, that's joyous. Yeah, which is, which is probably one of my main aims. Um, yeah. Upper body strength. And it's just strength, really. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. You know, I've I've enjoyed it, and I'm excited about it. And I'm not running a hundred miles. Um, no. So you're doing what you can, and you're very good at taking care of your body. And you've also got to take care of your body, your mind, your family. You know, it's it's you, it's, uh, me. I mean, every day. You know, Sue's. I just wouldn't be able to function. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what I'll do next. I mean, the challenge I could set is I could run to you. Okay. With, with a cup of tea and some cake, and then run home. Um, Gluten-free cake for me. Yeah, it's a good good four hundred miles there. Probably a lot longer actually. Five hundred mile round trip in August next year. <laughs> Do it. You have been listening to limited time only. If you've enjoyed this episode, then why don't you share it with someone you think would enjoy it too? Please like, follow or subscribe so we can pop into your ears on a regular basis. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. Your glowing reviews will help to shape future episodes and help other people to find us. You can join the Limited Time Only Conversation on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us hello at limitedtimeonlypodcast.com. We'll be back for more next time. But for, for now, now, life is like a bag of licorice all sorts. <laughs>